it's me, Sir DM, aka DM Sarah. Um, this is um, the mini so this week, also known as Deep Meaningful Conversations, aka the DMC. And yeah, I just thought I would give you a quick rundown, lowdown um, about my life over the couple of weeks. We are so we are currently in Mercury retrograde, and this is where the planet Mercury or no goes retrograde orbit around Earth for three weeks or even six weeks if you include the shadow periods. And essentially, like it's a time where communication can be a bit where where it's a time where um old wounds, old people, old situations can resurface because it's trying to tell you what is of value to you, what needs to be let go of. So it's a deep time for reflection and it's nothing to be fearful of, but it's more to realign your mental, essentially. And yeah, Mercury retrograde this year, it's been a lot. Like, I can't lie. I think I'm quite, uh, my mind goes a thousand miles per minute, like, you know, ADHD brain and all of that stuff. So the fact that this Mercury retrograde also included a solar eclipse, like made me just so much more exhausted than I have ever been in my adult life. So I mentioned this in a recent episode that I did with Read the Oracle um, called The Hierophant. And if you listen to that, we just basically discussed how the solar eclipse was bringing up, resurfacing some old thought press, old thought processes, old belief systems, old anxieties and worries, not to alarm us, but to more encourage us and remind us what to let go of um, as we enter this new duet, this new age. I'm sure everybody's been feeling. Um, like they're on the brink of something that they're waiting an orange light just waiting an orange light ready to ready for it to be green but because it's not changing color we're just sitting there waiting and I've really felt that like an, as an airy sign always you know ready to do new things and this period has just really really shown me how my behaviors and my actions and the dreams towards my long-standing success cannot be measured in a way that I once thought was valuable and this isn't to like diminish my old self my old ways of thinking but it's just more to sort of challenge myself out of them so that I'm able to really really appreciate the fruits that are coming my way like for example I know this podcast is going to be huge I know it's going to be like I, I know it's a best friend to so many people but there are ways which I can help accentuate that to different people, which will be in my benefit. But it does require me to sit down and be patient with my learning. Like I like to learn things in fast. And I also like to learn things with groups of people because as an ADHD person, sometimes I won't like, I'll just move accordingly. Like I won't actually sit still for a duration of time to learn something however maybe if I was um sitting next to someone it slightly puts indirect pressure on me to learn it and I know that sounds really weird but like ADHD babes neurodivergent babes you understand bodily double body doubling and at first it was really getting me down because I felt like I wasn't doing enough but then I had a reading and I was reassured no I am doing enough I just need to um, be more patient with myself and practice more 
like positive self-talk because that is actually going to relieve me of the stress that I put on myself with my fast attitude. So let me tell you about the start of the Mercury retrograde. I was tired, I was exhausted. I had these solar clips that were just telling me you can't. So I had a, so I attended Re the Oracle's Instagram live where she did a horoscope. No, she did tarot cards, tarot pools for each of the 12 horoscope signs. And I really, really appreciated it because the drag was needed. It came from my neck. It came from my heart. It came from oh, every single angle. And it was just showed me how much pressure I put on myself and how that actually just deters me from getting things done because there's just an idiot critic living on my head. So it kind of encouraged me to like, let everything go this weekend. I spent Friday the 13th to Friday the 16th just doing up enjoyment and it was so much fun because I went to an R&B brunch celebrating my friend's birthday I also went to um this black queer event called we are rove we are rover we are I'm saying that completely wrong I cannot remember shit oh anyway it was lit honestly I fucking love black queer people honestly black queer people in the UK are just so fucking beautiful like honestly can we just have a moment of silence for the black queers Thank you. Honestly, like, oh, amazing. I met, I met so many friends. I met, uh, well, I made so many friends. Let me say that because that's the thing. I think I've said this before in this podcast, the community, the queer community, um, well, the black queer community in Manchester was just not present. But as I've moved to London, I've just seen so many characters. I've seen so many people like, oh, I even got the opportunity to meet Remy Bergs, who is honestly one of the most funniest people that I've ever met. Remy um, actually created the night and um, I went up to her and I spoke to her about how much I loved watching her in Julie's Top 5. And that's a YouTube series where you just argue your top five favourite music. I mean, her just chatted and I was just like, you know what, your fucking vibe. So that was really, really fun. I I can't lie, I just shaked Nash all weekend. That's all I did. And it was great. But, um... I came home and I released an episode that day or the day after called I Miss the Rage. And I recorded that with Sid, which I really, really enjoyed. Sid's a very, very like charismatic, um, funny character. And I really would love to work with them again soon. But can I just say, right? Wild. I was supposed to, up, supposed to upload that episode on Sunday the 16th. I ended up uploading it on Monday the 17th, right? On Monday the 16th was a full moon in um, Scorpio. This was also a lunar eclipse and known as the flower moon, right? And this flower moon was, it's called the flower moon because it's during the heart of spring. This flower moon, right, was in Scorpio and it helps us open ways of, or interpreting ways that our past is influencing our future. And I just... Honestly, you can't make this shit up because astrology is so bloody powerful. The same day that I was walking around, chilling, existing, whatever, I see an op. I haven't seen this op in years, years. Like literally since I was a teenager and I'm 25 now. 
and a young teenager at that. And honestly, I came home, yeah, and I was enraged that I saw them. Could feel myself spiralling. I spoke to my ancestors. They were like, use it. I was like, hey. They were like, use it. I was like, okay. So I just spoke. I spoke to them and I told them every single thing that I don't like about this op. I told them everything that I was feeling at that time. I told them my anxieties, my worries, my frustrations, not internally, but how this op has influenced my life. How is it that I forget that the same day I released an episode called I Miss the Rage? And the fact it was a full moon in Scorpio. Like what? You Do you understand the level of synchronicities this is? Throughout that episode of I Miss the Rage, it literally encourages a conversation where me and Sid discuss how rage is just as useful as your intuition. It's a part of it. It's sacred. So why do we deny ourselves of it? Chaos can create pathways. And this is something that I'm really understanding now because when I was younger, I tried to dismiss my anger and rage, not because of myself, but because of the feelings and thought processes of others around me. And now I just think, how hilarious is it that spirit is saying, no, we're going to need you to revisit that. We're going to need you to use it. We're going to need you to channel it because it's going to, well, be necessary. And even with this podcast, like I had a spiritual reading a couple, um, maybe even like nearly a year ago now. And my reading literally said, you're going to help people process their love and process their anger. And I was so taken back by that because if you told me, when I was 16, or if you told me in 2019, when I first started tarot, that I'd be in love and relationships, um, tarot reader, I would have laughed in your face. I honestly would have laughed in your face because when I hear of those readers, I think of, oh, this person's gonna have this person, Gemini, Gemini. Like, I just feel like it's so, um, I don't know how to explain it, but that there's something about it that is very generic. So I didn't see myself as one of those readers. But now through conversation with my spirit team and understanding like my heart space and who I am, I'm so grateful that they have graced me with this gift because there's so many people in the world that wanna be a love and relationships tarot reader. And I'm the one who's given it. Don't get me wrong, there's obviously multiple people that like have it, but spirit said, no, 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 no. We want you to communicate this message. And the messages have been hitting, like I've had people, um, I've been giving quite a few messages out to people just to get practice and stuff. And everybody said like, this is on time. This was clarification for another thing. I'm happy that I can't do this now. Every single reading that they've had has really fed them emotionally and given them clarity. So I'm really, really, really grateful that I'm able to process this gift. And I think now what this solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse or this eclipse season in Mercury retrograde is teaching me is the fact that I am have to be comfortable with my rage because I'm going to help the collective express theirs. And it's basically now or never because when I did shrink myself to um, not accommodate my rage, it burnt me from the inside. 
And now that I've done the work to help move through it, I need to help others. Because I'm uh, like, I do things in public, which helps my own healing. It's like I'm communicating my needs um, throughout this podcast, throughout my friends, throughout my therapist, and I'm just sharing the message on. Do you know what it is like? It's like a relay race. And my voice or my message is the baton and I'm just passing it on to people. But the race never ends. It's really, really wild. And like, I think that's why I wanted to talk about Mercury Retrograde, um... And it's effect on me over the past couple of weeks because I've had revelations. Damn, I've had revelations. I've had so many. I've literally, on Friday especially, Friday the 13th, I was shown by God that I need to walk into rooms like my ancestors sent me. I need to walk into them. I don't want to give details specifically about what happened on the Friday, but for those who know, they know in it. I, let's just say, yeah, I was in places, no, I woke up in bed depressed Friday morning, Friday evening, I'm I'm sitting with some babes, I'm sitting with some babes, let's just say that, let us just say that, and if you see me on a video or two, hey, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about, but let me, let me not say everything, because I think what Mercury retrograde right now is teaching me is that I really just need to replace any doubt I have with faith and I need to get into that practice and I'm imploring everyone who's listening to this uh, mini so to do too because we life is literally for the living and if we distract ourselves with worry 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 just going cycling in our heads we're not actually getting anything done we're actually it's like I'm sure people have heard that quote before. I'm not sure who it's by, if it's just on a meme page. But it's like, whilst you're worrying about your... No, whilst you're doubting yourself, other people are worrying about your potential. And it's like, people can literally see where you're going to go. Like, your enemies can see your success before you do. And me, I want to see what they see. Even when when I... Even when I hear a doubt now, even if I hear, like, a a self-deprecating thought... I'll just speak like, oh, my my enemies um, want me to doubt myself. Like, I don't even say it's mine anymore. I literally will say my enemies want me to doubt myself. And I need to separate myself from my doubt and from my frustration so that I can get the shit done. Because I, I tell you now, DM Talks listeners, I tell you now, when it comes, hey... I'm going to be flourishing. I'm going to be everywhere. Everybody is going to see the success or more. Everyone. It's really empowering. Like I'm really, I just find it so wild how I can enter the season as in Mercury retrograde season, feeling so deflated, feeling so anxious, feeling so, God, when is it going to happen for me? When is it going to happen for me? And spirit was just like, no, we just wanted you to make sure you're um, physically and mentally ready. So when your blessings come, you can sustain them. That's what, that's what we, that's why we had you in orange. Like if you went on green at the start, you would have just shot off. But we needed you at orange, at the orange light, so that you could actually mature and marinate into the baby girl, the spiritual babe, the guidance a curator or counsellor to your collective because we see so much for you and like 
yeah, it's just wild. It's been a wild couple of weeks. I can't lie. I cannot fucking lie. <sighs> I was reading earlier and I'm Aquarius Rising. Aquarius Rising's advice for Mercury Retrograde was to take a leap to fulfill their deep desires. And this will be in the uncomfortable um, because the uncomfortable will allow expansive growth. And I'm really, really seeing that recently. And I'm trying to practice it. Like even the other day I had a spiritual bath and my spiritual bath, um, like I'm gonna have another one soon actually. But basically I had a spiritual bath and the water was quite cold because there wasn't that much hot water or whatever. Um, the water was quite cold and I hate cold showers. I hate cold showers, I hate cold water or anything. But I was like, I need to um, have a bath. I need to have a spiritual bath in particular because I need to wipe off all this energy. I need to practice my spiritual hygiene if I'm giving readings every other day, right? So I've been having my spiritual bath with my Epsom salts. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go put my whole shoulders, put my whole body, I put, I think I basically was underwater, but I wanted to be uncomfortable for a little bit so that I can get used to it. So I can shock my system. Like a lot of friends have encouraged me or given me advice to like, when you have a shower, have a cold shower um, just, uh, just before you get out. So it can like help um, uh, like regulate your nervous system. But that always scares me because I'm just like, I really, really don't like cold showers. So I thought, let me just practice with the bath now. And I did it and it was scary at first. And I'm not encouraging anybody else to do this because you know, like, you know, just don't do that at home kids, lol. But I did it and I felt so refreshed afterwards. I felt really refreshed. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna just have to keep on practicing, putting myself out there in uncomfortable, or practicing uncomfortable situations so it can expand my growth because like the the changes and the payout or the payoff is so beneficial like i've even been reaching out to um so many different guests recently and i'm so proud of myself because i think self-doubt capitalism and like just judgment in the world will have you doubting your capability but all it takes is for you to ignore that train of thought. You do the action and see what comes out of it. Like I've literally had, th especially with DMs Talk It, which I'm so proud of, even though I'm proud of my whole podcast, I'm so proud of DMs Talk It. Cause I look at all of, I look up to all of um, my guests with such admiration. Like there's something about them that I really, really want to be like in my career. And the fact that I've had amazing guests that can help me communicate myself, um, help me um, be myself, help me show my authenticity. Like even the way that I've been making questions for these guests and they're like, wow, great question. Like all of these things has really affirmed me that I'm my dream and my mind is only as far as I take it. Like I need to imagine bigger. I need to dream bigger because I'm literally unstoppable. And once I... I'm solidified in my faith. I'm going to literally, I'm going to be in interviewing Oprah. I can feel it. I, I can't, I could interview Oprah if I wanted to. That's, that's the energy that I'm walking in now. And yeah, I just love that for me. I love that for me. It's not even my season, but it's feeling like me season. <laughs> 
this has literally been like such a waffle. I should probably, oh, it's been 10 minutes, 20 minutes, but you know what? Because I'm feeling cute, I'm going to leave the collective with a um, tarot reading. So breathe in and out for me, guys. What does the collective need to hear? Oh, amazing. Okay, what does the collective need to hear, spirit? Okay. Spirit, what's the last one? Is that all? This last one? Okay. These cards are really positive, guys. Really affirming. Can we have one more affirmation card, spirit? Okay, I'm going to take these two. Oh, okay. Amazing. So, I'll read the affirmation cards first and then I'll just um, finish with the tarot reading. So, the first card is... I'm shining my eyes well, well to see all my opportunities. When we focus slowly on the few things that we specifically want, we may end up missing out on the multitude of things that make our life easier. Or more, shine your eyes and see your blessings. The next one says, I give myself permission to show up and show out. Sometimes the only person holding you back is you. Give yourself the permission to the whole self and to live your whole life. Isn't that what I just fucking said? <laughs> hey. So the tarot cards that we got were the Nine of Pentacles, the Five of Swords Reversed and the King of Pentacles. And when I look at this spread, it makes me think of the attitude and behaviours that we need to adopt to... Um, oh, the attitudes, behaviours and the mental capacity that we need to adopt to bring on our wealth. Like if you think of the Nine of um, Pentacles as a character who worked really, really hard over a long duration of time to bring in their blessings and now they can finally reap the rewards of their blessings, it needs to show their determination, their patience, their um, luxury, their softness, their grace at how they've got there. Like when I think of the Nine of Pentacles, I think of Beyonce, I think of Barbie, I think of Maya Jammer. Like these are people that have worked so fucking hard to build their wealth and they have taken the time to get there like we haven't seen the whole process but they have been so um practical and detailed and um forward with their journey that it's helping them inspire like others and when I even see the five of swords it's like that reconciliation with self like there's so many times where we want to doubt, belittle, criticise others, our old self, um, people and things and attitudes and ways of doing things that got us here we are. But it's literally just making peace with them and understanding that there can be a, in a change in how you approach the internal conflict which is around you. And in turn, this is going to help... Um, uh, develop and expand the abundance that is everywhere because the king of pentacles is this idea of um comfort luxury but if they're too scared to believe in their own source they're not going to um collaborate with others and therefore they're not going to experience the wealth that is literally their destiny like the king of pentacles is a character who is so 
comfortable and fruitful and so open and honest and um, just grateful to be there. Like there's no scarcity in the King of Pentacles. Like the King of Pentacles wants to share all their wealth. Like the King of Pentacles is the person, right, who would cook everyone food and just be like smiling there with their wine whilst they eat the food with them. Like the, like the King of Pentacles is the person who invites the cookout, invites you to the cookout, essentially. That's what I'm getting with this card. And I just think like, as we move through Mercury retrograde, as we move through like any anxieties, any fears, any old worries that might be resurfacing, we just need to um, thank them for, no, actually, no, let me not say thank them because I was going to say thank them for signaling you, but just be like, make, you know what, DM talk listeners, make a name for them, yeah? Make a name for them being like, you're not wanted here. Like if you ever get a fear of, oh, I'm not enough or I'm not worthy or I have this, I have that or I should need this to get there, just call them a name. Like call them a name like, I don't know, like Anna. Like no shade if you're called Anna and you're listening to this podcast. But I mean like just make up a random name. Right now I'm going to say Anna and just be like, Anna, you're being fucking rude. You're not needed here. Goodbye. And and they can see them out and replace that with um, your name. So let's say Sarah. Sarah, oh my God, you did that amazing today. Practice gratitude because as soon as you practice gratitude, you're going to be able to sort of realign your mind and um, lessen the uh, thoughts that make life seem so personal. Really and truly, like, we have so many self-deprecating thoughts and they are just like weeds and we need to use this Mercury retrograde to hack the weeds so it can release us to our true potential because we all deserve wealth and we all deserve abundance. Like, I pray that every single person who's listened to this podcast can understand and be affirmed and be refreshed by their beauty of their personality. And this Mercury retrograde might be hard, but I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, things will get better. Like, it literally is summer around the corner. So I know that it's going to uplift our spirits. We even got six of um, swords at the bottom of the deck. And that is literally changing perspectives and leaving the baggage behind, which can't um, come on our journeys. So, yeah, that is the reading. I hope uh, that resonated with you. Um, I know it definitely did for me. Thank you guys all much thank you guys so much for listening to my mini sode um cap catch you all next week um if you want to book a reading with me go to my website you can also find um a link to my patreon and my um spiritual babes discord group chat um on my website um yeah i think that's it i'm gonna love you and leave you guys now i hope you have a nice day bye